Mr. Z and Fifth. Welcome to another episode of the 21st episode of Mr. Z and Fifth. Well, I'm your host, Mr. Z. And this is Fifth. All right. So uh, what you want to start off talking about? Okay, let's do this. Let's kind of let people know what we're going to be talking about today. So today, as we're recording today, January 15th, this is Martin Luther King Day. So we're going to talk about uh, Dr. King, reflect on him uh, mm-hmm. for uh, for a minute. Uh, we're going to talk, we're going to do our response to uh, the H&M uh, shirt controversy with the little young black king. Yes. We're going to talk about Trump and his comments towards uh, uh, Haiti and Africa and his uh, racist comments on that. And so, uh, but we're going to first start off talking about Dr. King. Also, we're going to um, give, I'm also going to speak my response on, uh, Miyazaki is also going to uh, elaborate on the situation with Genuine that happened a few days ago. The controversy mm-hmm. surrounding him, which shouldn't have been happening, but, you know, um, about, you know, what's going on with that. So that's kind of what we're going to touch on today. First, we're going to start off with Dr. King. Zacchaeus, you go ahead. Well, Dr. King, I'm not even know what Dr. King means to me. Dr. King means a lot. Dr. King means that I'm able to, I'm able for opportunities to come my way that I haven't had before. Um, means is a free, to me freedom. He stands for freedom. Stands for justice. He stands for. He is a he is a vocal cord for people who stand up for, for change, for change for, that, that are um, unjust, unjust. Hey, yeah, we applaud, around this time, we applaud that the king for his legacy, and we, we applaud that the king for his efforts and legacy and what he has put into this country. But not only this country, but all over the world, worldwide, because during his during his demonstrations and during his march, you know, if you if you look into a story, his legacy spread in America, but it spread even to to South even to South Africa. During that, because remember, around that time, during the course of apartheid in South Africa, so his time and his legacy spread throughout different and and it just and his movements changed a lot. You know, he got his um his um inspiration from. Mahatma Gandhi, the um, freedom demonstrations, meaning that the non is called he called it the nonviolent movement. We spoke about um, nonviolence, um, demonstrations of nonviolence. So his so he marched many many demonstrations where where like like his partners um, Ralph Abertoni, um, Jesse Jackson, Andrew Young was part of his crew. Part of his um partner in this in the, in this um and um enlarge up to also to Stokely too T and, and Stokely Carmichael that also was a contribute efforts you know um Dr King you know I remember I, that was not I was not around that that no I've read it, enough and I remember reading about his um. The so nineteen sixty four, you know, and that right there, 
a huge because the assault, remember the assault was considered back then um, under the Jim Crow era, gated, colored only and whites only. That he couldn't even sit in the same. He couldn't even go use the same bathroom. Couldn't even sit in the restaurants where the where um the white folks sat in. He couldn't even do go to the same hotels. Pool. Just anywhere that's public that says color only was set was segregated. Even the same, even the schools. Everything in the South was segregated. This, that's what they call the Jim Crow era. And Dr. King chosen. He didn't he didn't choose it, but he was chosen. God chose him to to be a vehicle and to be an asset to change the diameter of the South, to desegregate 1964, and so much people that lost their lives, but Dr. King was a voice that, that was needed at that time, in that moment. He was used, and God used him at that time. So that's what Dr. King meant to me. Today we applaud him, and today we celebrate, we have, we celebrate his his birthday and we celebrate and, and you know what I have to say and also fifth I have to remember um his wife Coretta Scott King because if it wasn't for her we wouldn't be able to celebrate it today. It was her efforts that for her birthday because I remember in eighty three they 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 attempt, it was attempted in eighty three. You know eventually in eighty six it was signed by Ronald Reagan, President Reagan. It was signed to allow us to celebrate to celebrate the birthday of Dr. King. And, um, you know, so um, big up to his wife, Coretta Scott King, God rest her soul, man. And um, the lot, there's so much to say about Dr. King, man. And, and Fifth, I know you got a whole lot to say, man, about Dr. King, man. And um, it's that first, man. He's one of our, one of me and Fifth favorite um, historical black, black figures, man. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Figures in general. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, uh, this is what I want to say about this. This is a man who was a man of peace. And um, I will say that my my admiration for him has changed uh, throughout uh, the course of my life and learning more about him. Things that I thought I knew about him and what I know about him now. So as a kid, I heard a lot of the um, positive things about him, still positive to this day. But there are certain things uh, of his ideology that I've come to not agree with, uh, but but for the most part, I do agree with. Uh, I will say that I tend to favor the side of Martin Luther King, who became more, I would say, more Malcolm X-like. Uh, when he was encouraging the boycotts and he was realizing what the cons are to integration, the pros uh, was not a problem, but there was the cons that stuck out for him. You know, when he told Harry Belafonte, all the work I've done and all this progress uh, for the advancement of black people, you know, I, I, I hope that I'm not leading my people into a burning house. And so it's one of those things that before he was uh, taken out of here, killed, 
that that is something that conflicted him. And that was because he started to realize that the white supremacy and the white power structure was not only um, powerful, but also cunning, you know, and um, although it's the dog that barks, but it's also the silent snake that bites too. Mm -hmm. I want to explain what I mean by that. The dog that barks, you can hear him. So that's like a warning. But you can't hear a snake. You know? Yeah. But but you know, and that's and that's the and that's the whole that's white supremacy in a nutshell and the white power structure. And uh, you know, his fight against racism I admire. Um he did. He had different him and Malcolm X were soldiers of the same war, but they um, had different um, specialties in the way they fight it. I would say towards the end, uh, Martin became more um, uh, militant and radical in a good way. Um, and I don't think Martin, I, th I feel like people only want to celebrate the Martin that seemed docile, but not the um, outspoken Martin Luther King. You know, America is, is a yeah. bunch of hypocrites because, you know, they come at, and I'm about to transition a little bit uh, into, <laughs> in, 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 into uh, today's time. Mm -hmm. They talk so much about Martin Luther King Day comes and all these people uh, who have a problem with modern day activists who stand up against white supremacy and fight for social injustice like Colin Kaepernick come at them, but then you want to quote Martin Luther King on Martin Luther King Day. Miss me with that. Zacchaeus, you know, you know where I'm going. Zacchaeus, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, where you going with that, brother? Oh, yes. <laughs> I know you're going with that. It's true. I'm getting warmed up. It took That's me a true. while to get to this point. I know I'm a little warm-winded, but I'm about to really go in about what I want to say. Because I don't want to miss this. Mm -hmm. I want to celebrate Martin Luther King uh, uh, today, but I also want to uh, hold those accountable for condemning those who follow the same things that he does. Don't you ever quote him and talk about him and talk about the things that he did and what he tried to accomplish, but then you want to uh, uh, subjugate uh, people of color still. How dare you? Mm -hmm. Okay. I got a problem with that. And if you and if you ask me if Martin Luther King was here today, all that stuff that they did, all that stuff they talk about, I tell you right now, they probably, he'd probably take it back. He'd be, he'd be like, you know what, man? Don't even mention my name no more. And if you and if you ask me, when you read his relationship with Lyndon B. Johnson after JFK was assassinated, oh, it was not a good relationship between them. And that's why he wrote a book called Why We Can't Wait. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They like mm -hmm. they like Pastor Dr. Martin Luther King, but they don't like revolutionary Dr. Martin Luther King. Am I saying something that's true? You're saying something that's true. Zacchaeus. Yeah, man. I'm, Zacchaeus. I'm Zacchaeus, I'm going to give you your turn to elaborate on that since I opened that can up. Go ahead. You know... Think about it. You see, and 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 I, 
I I even went on um I was looking at some photos and everything and I seen with a knee down and I seen images of Dr. King kneeling with him. When you when it when it came to of of standing for justice, a lot of us wouldn't be marching with Dr. King. Even back then, during the, during the time of Dr. King, a lot of us did not march. Why? Because we were we were settled in our minds, and we had and we had that slave mentality. We're settled in the minds, and we are comfortable, and we're settled in the minds of letting things be the way the way it is. That that will not, and I will repeat myself again, will not King. You know, people. Some some of us look at it as a day off. Some of us look at it like, well, celebrated a man of freedom. But but do you do you really know what that freedom meant? Thank you, you know what sacrifice and others had to sacrifice for you to sit and get privileged as you have today. Do you know the, the real? You know, and I applaud people that that live at that time and they can speak on it, live around that time. And to understand what he stood for is a different story altogether. And I know, and I know, a lot of us would be, we would not have marched with him. I know it. I know it. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, he's considered Dr. King. For those who don't know, was considered a troublemaker. Considered a big mount and a troublemaker. And I'm not just talking by, by, just, by just white folks saying that. I'm talking about saying that too. You, you mean misguided black folks at that time? Misguided, yes. yeah, misguided yeah. black folks. Today yeah. we call them coons, but misguided black folks saying that too. Yeah, exactly, coons. I just wanted to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to uh, speak on uh, on that yeah. because they definitely brainwashed back then, and a lot of that was fear. But yes, yeah, Zacchaeus, go ahead. Yeah, so so please so when so when Kaepernick took a knee, a lot of us continued watching football. Yeah, I know. I, I, I listen. I know. I might get some backlash on this, but a lot of us continued watching. A lot of us continued going 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 ahead like like oh you know he's uh he's a fool a lot a lot of. Zacchaeus. Money. Yeah, my bad. For what he stood for? The feet kind of went out. Go ahead. You think it was money he was doing that for? Right. Or he concerned himself with money? It was a vision. And he was and he was used and he was designed for a purpose. Designed for a purpose. So when it comes to taking a stand for injustice, taking a stand for, for, for justice and, and fighting against injustice. Will not jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Because today, and be comfortable because okay, it's a day off. Some people look at it as a day, but it's more than just a day off. Right. To reflect on, if reflect on what happened, is a reflection on the day on what happened, and why it happened, and in the re and the reason for it just to happen. He brought that, and we, and that's why we applaud him today. Some of us going to go ahead. Nothing wrong with making money. Nothing wrong with working. But remember, 
it was a sacrifice he made for you to sit there and to not, so we won't have to sit in the back of the bus anymore. That's to Dr. King and the efforts of um, Rosa Parks. It was others that, that also did what Rosa Parks did, but she was prominent. So that's why she was given the attention and we applaud her. That's why we applaud her today too. As far as um, um, taking a stand. Yeah. I'm tired. No more. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't see. Yeah. What's the difference between uh, Rosa Parks not giving up her seat and Colin Kaepernick taking a knee for a social injustice? There is no difference. There is no difference. They both they both stood for it's I'm tired. I'm tired of this. So this is my stance. Uh, However, however, it may be. And I don't care if you agree with it or not. Something's wrong. And it's and, and, and enough is enough. When you come to the point where enough is enough, then that's courage, man. That's courage because enough is enough. And the hypocritical nature of people today, the same people who had a problem with removing those Robert E. Lee statues, those Confederate statues. Um, you got a guy like Donald Trump, uh, President Agent Orange, and we're going to get more into him. But I want to talk about how, you know, he says what he says about Haiti and Africa being crap hole countries. And then. Oh, well, yeah, we'll get into that. Right. Yeah. And and then Sunday. And then Sunday, he gives some address about Martin Luther King Day. And then he has one of Martin Luther King's family members up there. Uh, you notice how Bernice wasn't up there because out of all of out of all of those. Uh, <laughs> what I'm about to say might get me in trouble. But there's some coons in Dr. King's family. Oh, yeah. But you notice how Bernice King wasn't up there. Because out of all of them, she ain't about to be playing around with uh, uh, with, 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 uh, Agent Orange. She ain't playing around. The third was there. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, let's kind of move more into the topics. Uh, uh, Still speaking about Dr. King, last week, Newsweek had a a tweet that said the title was, um, have you seen have you seen my old friend Martin Luther King? And it's a picture of him laying in the casket. And so a lot of people were offended because they felt within the context of the title um, that you could have picked a better picture or at least a better title if you really wanted to recognize Dr. King in a special way. And so I'm um, I'm in the support of boycotting Newsweek. You were earlier talking about people still watching the NFL. I ain't, I ain't been watching, so I'm still boycotting the NFL. So right. I I want people to boy well I'm 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 on on the uh, first of all, I don't even support Newsweek so me boycotting uh, Newsweek is not a, um, a fight uh, it's not a self fight for me it's not an inner fight it's not like it's gonna tear my my life apart oh God no no I, I can easily boycott them and as a matter of fact I I, I was so um, feeling some type of way about that tweet and them that I actually posted on Twitter. Uh, that uh, that day, or at least the next day, that Newsweek can catch these hands. So, you know, I have an issue with whoever who put that up. And then, uh, you know, so here's what I want to say, because we're talking about Doc, uh, Dr. King, and I want to get your other side about this. What do you say about those who, on one end, um, disrespect him, but then when his day comes, they want to acknowledge him? It's a lot of fake love 
for Martin Luther King fake and love, this nation. It's fake love. Yeah. Is that, it, it's fake. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's all. That's all. It's, I call it plastic. Plastic yeah. love. Is that real? <laughs> you know, because, um, you know, how, you know, it's, the thing is this. It's like, no, J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. Kana. J. Edgar Hoover and all the um, CIAs and the FBI. FBI, yeah. Cointel Pro. Call him a troublemaker. The white supremacy called him a troublemaker. Yeah. Some some black folk misguided coons, unwoke, unwoke coon black folk call him maker. So yeah. so it, it's it's like and whoever's a hypocrite today, it's part of that. It's part of that contribute contribute to that bandwagon too. Yeah, that's like Omarosa. All of a sudden, talk about Martin Luther King, and it's like no, you sat up there with that with that. Uh, clan leader agent orange and didn't speak out against any of the offensive things that that man has said towards people of color yeah and so and and so somebody like you now i'm not saying she said anything but i'm just making a point that uh these mammies coons and bedwenches uh better ever not now want to recognize dr king and you were standing and supporting the same sentiments of these white supremacist talking points like Ben Carson, but, uh, you know, you sitting up there with that man. Uh, who's that? Uh, Pastor Scott and wing T Jackson, all you people who supported, uh, uh, Dr. King. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, agent orange. I bet. And I, I bet. And I hear people like y'all all of a sudden talking about Dr. King is doc. If Dr. King was here today, uh, he'd probably spit in your face. No, yeah, you know, Dr. King is such a humble dude, you know. Well, but yeah, he, thing, wouldn't, he wouldn't spit in nobody's he, face, but he, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned around. He, you know what? He, he'll be like, you know, how could you? He'll, be, he'll probably call them hypocrites because yeah. he'll be like, how can you sit there and support someone that doesn't fight for your rights? Right. Who doesn't, who doesn't to your rights? He doesn't, you, he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't try to empathize with your plight either. He doesn't empathize with the plight of black America or black people globally. That's why he felt so freely about calling the country Haiti and Africa crap holes. You know, well, he said S H I T holes, but you know, this is a family show. So, you know, but anyway, I mean, even though last episode we we played the, 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 I'm not racist thing with the, but I, I warned people that, with that particular audio that it would be explicit language, but you know, we had to play it only to break down the thing. But anyway, that was last episode, but this episode, you know, we're going to be how we usually are. And so, you know, it's, 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 this is, this is a good segue, um, into the next topic, because when we talked about, you know, brainwashed black folks, uh, sadly, when black folks are not on, uh, and I don't want to cord or on code together that now you leave so much room for error for the same practices of white supremacy to continue. So H and M. Okay. Retailer. Uh, I ain't never bought nothing from them. Um, Neither. Po- posted an ad of children with these new, uh, shirts and hoodies. Um, one of the kids, who happens to be a young black child on his shirt. It read coolest monkey in the jungle. Right. 
Now, we know what the word monkey within within context with us have always has always been used as a racial uh, derogatory word towards black people for a very, very long time. This is nothing new. And I know some people are looking at this like uh, at the end, like, yo, what y'all mad about? What y'all, why, why y'all mad at that for? You know, when you could be mad at other things. And why you mad? Why you mad about it, uh, the shirt saying coolest monkey when y'all too busy out there uh, still calling yourselves the N word? I'm about tired of hearing that mess. About tired of hearing that. Let me tell you something. It's tired. It's tired. Yeah. Um, that, that's the same tired thing we hear every time. And it's always from somebody black. You know, I mean, you hear people uh, who are not black uh, say it, of course. But I'm tired of, and that's the point I'm. To, that's the point I'm making about when you have some black people out there lost, and they speak these sent and, and they speak these sentiments and 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 and, and all, all these these talking points. You know, they they take away from the very nature of what we're supposed to be fighting against, and that is the racism. That is, you know, one of the things that we have to understand is this. If an organization is going to offend us and and um, they've been getting money from us, then they need to make it right by us if they want us back. I have no problem boycotting H&M. Like I said, I never shopped there, so that's just another place I ain't never shopped or never patronized kind of clo- to boycott. Yo, clothes H&M have? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I was I told like that. I was told their clothes was cheap and last one wash. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, and and you know what's interesting is that, um, when they showed the other shirts of the other uh, kids that were white, those shirts were uh, were more uh, empowering. Mm. You know, they were more. You know, they had not. They, they were actually more positive than the shirt that the black boy had on. I, I, and I guess they're saying that oh well, this company is has originated. And uh, overseas or something like that. I guess it's Swedish or or, or whatever, whatever the head country is from. And they were saying, "Oh, they just don't know." You know what? No excuse. You know what they say in the courtroom that ignorance of the law is no excuse. So whatever you're going to be convicted of is you're going to have to uh, face it head on and accept it. And you can't just say you didn't know. So we're going to let you go. That's how I'm going to treat everybody from now on when it comes to offending our people. No, that that's how it's got to be because other ethnic groups do that. Right. They they don't give you a time mm-hmm. to they don't give you a time to think about it and analyze what you did it and say, oh, "Okay, we good with you." No, they make you they make you own up to what you did. And they tell you straight up, "Look, we had a problem with what you did and we're not going to take it anymore." That's how other people act and nobody gets mad at them. But when black people take a stance mm-hmm. against something, against oh, well, you should be spending your time being mad about other things. Um, we are people of many sections and many thoughts, okay? And we can multitask. I could be mad about that, and then still be mad about cops uh uh uh, uh getting away with police brutality and mm-hmm. violence that happens within uh the inner communities of ourselves. I could be mad about all of that and do things about all of that. Don't tell me that I got to pick and choose what to fight for. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
Zacchaeus, you speak on it. I'm sorry. I took a lot of time on that. Go ahead. Uh, man. No, but you're right, man. You know, the thing is, is that that a lot of us um, get get comfortable. What I mean by comfortable. Yeah, and talk okay. about that mother, too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, don't, don't yeah I don't want to forget that. I'm gonna forget the mother, man. That that oh that that Other okayed, yeah. okayed with her child. You know, it is she okayed it? Like, in other words, when her child was put on the coolest monkey, um, the design, yeah. design shirt that ate from H and M, it was in other words, it was it was okay. She she could. She, I, I told she would have had a different response and kind of went against him. No, she was like she. Her response was more like, "What's the problem? What's wrong?" From what I heard, I understand she's from um, Farland, but no excuse. Still, that's still no excuse. Wait, she from uh, she from where? I heard she's from. She's not from. She's not originally from um, America. She's not originally from America. From the U.S. Where she's, she's from? Um, from Nigeria is one of those um, African countries. Okay, she's well, there's coons. There's coons there too. And my my thing is this: in this country, we have been bombarded with stereotypes and been bombarded with even as not even being human compared to a human being. The term and now because of our reflection or our, our way we look, they compare us to an animal like the monkey. Us here, that's offensive. It's offensive and I'm sure if you've been here long enough it doesn't matter if you're born from another place or not you can that's that's you know you know that that the racism and the in the stigma and the stereotype is strong and it's and it's, it's very strong here so being comfortable and being laxed for a few dollars in your pocket so so, so that the order for your son to be called the uh, TV just just for the name of money to be called a, um not called a monkey but just to be labeled mm-hmm. coolest monkey mm-hmm. to wear a shirt that says coolest monkey is is not all right right for our people not just for for your son but for our people and for and just for other young people young kids and young kids like your son and others to see is not okay i've seen more outrage no, um, uh, you know, let me let me. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm go sorry. ahead. No, go 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 ahead. Because yeah. I, I didn't let, mean to cut let me you go, off. Let me let me let me go, go deep. Go, yeah, go into that. Go let me go. Let me go. Let me go deep. Let me go deep with this. Go ahead. Um. Now, in during the during World War Two, was um, I believe it was after World War One, but I believe it was around World War Two. not able to fight among was not the, the the army was not integrated yet i think it was only 1945 when there was the first integration of the blacks and whites with the military because blacks and whites was 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 the military was separated between black male and white male and female and black it was separated Um, brand was not 
that for the us when it, when it came to describing us as monkeys and animals, and we need to be experimented on. We needed to be ex we needed to be experimented on. So when it comes to describing us, we was we they describe us. They, the first thing they can think Zacchaeus, about is Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, real quick. Um, there was yeah. a bit of an audio hiccup. I need you to um repeat what you said for the audience because they they about a good couple seconds went out. Okay. I'm gonna go deep into to the term monkey, but it comes down to our it comes down to history and why we don't accept written on a uh, on a shirt and we and we wear it like it's okay. During world during the course of World War Two, the black soldiers and white soldiers there was no integration between the blacks and white soldiers. We we were still segregated in the army. Forty five, nineteen forty five. There was the first integration, I believe. Nineteen forty five. So during the course of during the course of the war, the, um, when not neo Nazi soldiers went into Europe. Just the time when Adolf Hitler wanted to conquer Europe, went into Europe and wanted to and was spreading the term. You know, was describe black people, but they described us. The first thing they could think about was monkey. Instead that we had tails on our, we had we was we were monkeys. We had tails attached to our bottom, and he, and they looked at that and they looked at that and they and they laughed. Cool soldiers too that kind of was was um, performing in front of these soldiers and pretending that they were monkeys. Oh, it was degrading and it was it was in an insult. Animals. Parents too, and the first thing they could think about is monkey. The first thing they say out their mouth is, "Oh, you get out of here, you Negro black monkey." That's what they say. And the first thing they could think of, the first animal to think of, is a monkey. So it's degrading and it's an insult to think that we compare ourselves to a, a, a an animal like a monkey. So that's why today, on that today, we don't accept that. You have a young. We don't accept the young black male wearing a sh monk a shirt that says "coolest monkey." Yeah. My intake on that's my that's my intake on that. You know because there's a lot of us that don't know the history of why if why we don't accept certain things in this country. What, ladies and gentlemen, we don't accept. We don't. We should not accept because it's a history. It's always white. White supremacy is always a history. And why we shouldn't be called certain things, and why we should stay away from accepting certain things that be, that's being put on us, because it's too much history, too much, it's too much ammo against us as black people. Stigmas and too much um, racial discrimination, too much, and, and too much symbols that have been put on us. You know, Amos and Andy, and and all this. Sambo, all this um, and painting the black, all this stuff that been that been make make, and you know we 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 are uncivilized. We belong in the jungle, and Africa is a jungle. You know, it's no civil. It's all this stigma in this country that we endured. Except coolest monkey on the little, little black little boy. That's right.
please understand why we're fighting against this and understand why we're standing against this. Please understand that. Well, you know, um, uh, that was good. So I would say, um, just to kind of put more into the news, what happened, I think, uh, I think it was either, um, over the weekend, uh, um, that passed that in a mall in South Africa, the local, uh, people of South Africa vandalized a H and M store expressing their, um, you know, discuss with the business, you know, so it, it goes to show you that the shirt said the coolest monkey in the jungle. And we wasn't, all we saw was a black child. We wasn't thinking about where the child was from. I mean, he could have been from Detroit, but people in South Africa said, oh, no, 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 we ain't having that. Because when you offend them, you offend us too. And that is one of the things that I'm going to speak more on. When you offend black people on one part of the uh, globe, how black people on the other side of the globe should take that as an offense too, you know? Right. Now, let's before we get into Trump, let's get into... Uh, well, anything you want to get into that? Because we're going to get into the uh, situation with Genuine real quick. Yeah, so this is so this, so this, so this, so this, so this is why we don't... We don't um, and I, I, you know, I, I just get um annoyed with that too because I, I said, wait a minute, we all, we all, we all, we should be all one people, all one black people. Why is this? Why? Okay, don't have, okay. This is that happening? You're part of the atmosphere, so, so therefore, don't have, don't offend the other part of the atmosphere. Trust me, it offends all. It, it's, it's all of us. It offends, not right. just one part. Hold on to that. We're gonna get to that to the Trump thing because I have some very important things to say, and also about um. Yeah, I'm going to have to get more into that. But, okay. Now, let's get into Genuine real quick. Yeah. So, Genuine is on a uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Singer Genuine, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Classics mm-hmm. such as In Those Jeans, My Whole yeah. Life Has Changed. Uh, <laughs> you know, songs such as, <laughs> Exactly. Is it Songs such as those, you know. We know him. You know, he caught some backlash. Uh, there's video footage of this particular footage, this episode. Uh, a transsexual person who who uh, who told Genuine that he was a, a, a that that they were tra- that this person was transitioning from man to woman. Okay, so now he's calling himself a woman. You know, uh, dang, I, I, don't, I don't know this person's name. I really don't care at this point. But, you know, I'm going to say to him, oh, you would date me, right? And he was like, well, uh, not now that you told me you was a man. No, nah, I wouldn't date you. You know, and then so he lets the, uh, so she hugs him. He hugs him. The tranny hugs him. You know, and then all of a sudden, the tranny decides, you know, because he's, going as a woman now that as a woman, he's going to kiss genuine. Even though this person is presenting himself is presenting himself as now a woman. Genuine has knowledge of 
of of of this of this man presenting himself as a woman saying that you know you just told me you was a man so i'm not i'm not going to let a man kiss me and so he's moving away as she's trying to as as he's trying to kiss him as he who's presenting himself as a she i, I hate the uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to say it in a way that people <laughs> that people are listening know what i'm trying to tell without them seeing the footage this is a transsexual person who told genuine that that he used to be a man. So for those who see this footage, you're going to see somebody who looks like a woman because you're going to see the hair. You're going to see certain things. You're going to look carefully and you're going to say, hold up. Something's kind of wrong in the face. Well, because they transitioned from a man or they're in a transitioning period. I don't know. This is all confusing to me. So the internet um, was calling genuine homophobic and transphobic because he's refusing to get a kiss from a tranny. Now, what the heck is that? Because if, if a man would have been doing that to a woman, hugging and enforcing a kiss, then they would be talking about how they're part of the Me Too movement. They would be calling him a, a sexual harasser. They'll be calling him a Harvey Weinstein type. Zacchaeus, speak to this. And it, uh, you know, it, it's like all the um, derogatory, man. I mean, it's 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 like this, man. I mean, uh, why can I? Why can my? Why can I stand up as a man and say no to? homosexuality or just say or, or set up and say like this and let's say listen it's a transgender is a trans he, he told me particularly yeah that, I, that i'm that i'm a, that I'm a i used to be a man yeah yeah i go along and kiss go along go along with and 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 wind up kissing kissing a man i'm not gay so why should i wind up kissing a man there you go I'm not gay, so why am I? So why am I accepting somebody kissing a man? That that doesn't, you know. Come on, now. All of a sudden, I'm homophobic. Yeah. Like, no, no, they're taking it too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're taking it too, too far. far. Yeah. Come it, on, man. It, you know, one now, of the, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm a homophobic now because because I didn't let another man kiss me. Like, listen, because he, he, he's he, still he, a man. Exactly. He's wearing a skirt and he's wearing and he's wearing a dress. He's still a man. <laughs> He didn't want to. He didn't want to let another man sexually harass him. And genuine is the bully, huh? I don't understand that. I tell you what's wrong with this. No, the per, the person who no the, the 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 person who tried to kiss him, uh uh, in the in the community that is mad at genuine for refusing to kiss. That's some bully stuff. The man was saying no. So no means no when a woman says it. So no should mean no when a man says it. Hello. I stand with Genuine on this issue. I do. I he, said it with Genuine 100%. He did nothing wrong refusing to kiss. He did nothing wrong. Done the same thing too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I better leave that yeah, man alone. Go do a kiss on me. Shoot. You can't, I don't care. You're wearing a dress and a skirt and lipstick and, 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 and you know, and, I don't know. And you know what? Let me take you know the fact that uh, the uh, um, that now they're getting mad at uh, those of us who support 
you know, who support Genuine on his behalf on um, refusing to let a, a, a person sexually harass him. Another person sexually harass him. I don't care if you transfer just because you're uh, these terms. I don't know what just because you are a transsexual. That doesn't mean that you now could do whatever the heck you want. Now that that's not what that means. I'll give you the green light to do what you want. No, no. it doesn't. Mm-mm. So that's some nerve, man. I can't believe it. They call him over 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 that. Yeah, but I, I think I think that, that I, I think they're only doing that because he's a brother. If you ask me, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, uh, uh, um, there's a particular, uh, attack on black men when it comes to masculinity and, um, and, uh, heterosexual sexuality. And I want to say this, man, go ahead. Illuminati Illuminati wants, wants them entertainers wearing, one of them brothers wearing skirts, man. I'm telling you, man. Hey, well, you know, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle spoke on that about how he refused to wear skirts in movies. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't got brothers like Kevin Hart. That's where he's the way that's where that's why he got the fame he got. You know, they've done it to many uh, uh, black actors and 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 and, uh, and had them coon. Because if you're a brother who puts on a skirt in Hollywood, that's cooning, too, to me. That's some cooning. And Flip, yeah, I'm calling Flip Wilson a coon because I know some people are saying, what about Flip Wilson? And Tyler Perry. That's some cool yeah, stuff. Tyler. Yeah, yes, it's true. I remember for, matter of fact, Flip Wilson was the first one that did it, right? Am I right? Yep, he made it popular, man. Flip, Flip Wilson, before I said, listen, Flip, those who don't know who Flip Wilson is, Flip Wilson was a talk show host, a black a black talk show host before Arsenio Hall. That came out in the late 60s, early 1970s. Who those who don't know Flip Wilson, it was, have you ever seen the Arsenio Hall show? Or have you ever seen the, yeah, the Arsenio Hall show? That's like he's, he's like the the he Flip Wilson was like the uh, pioneer of of what Arsenio Hall did. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. You know, so yeah, so but 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 Flip Wilson, you know, if you ever look at some footage of if it's on YouTube, uh, type in Flip Wilson. He, he the dude was wearing skirts. Yeah, man. he was he was in a dress, <laughs> and you he's know, mess- yeah, they mm-hmm. loved that as entertainment because it was a black man making a fool out of himself. Well, we got to move on to um, Trump because we need to finish this out. Uh, yeah. All right. So we oh. saved the best topic for last. And what yes. I mean, I, I say best uh, lightly. So we mentioned this earlier in, in times. Now, I know everybody uh, wants to hear what we got to say about this. Okay. So President 45, Agent Orange. Uh, what's another nickname he got? Mango Magnus. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in uh, Peach Peach Man. I think that's another name they call him. Peach, Peach Man. Man. Yeah. I've heard that uh-huh. before. Um, anytime he uh, <laughs> 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 so this man goes out. And he talks about Haiti and Africa in a in a, a, a meeting that was about immigration. What are they gonna do about immigration? And you know. In that meeting, you know, there were plenty of Republicans and Democrats. And a lot of the Democrats in that meeting were like, yo, he said this, yo. And then you have Democrats who, I mean, you have Republicans. Two of them were saying, oh, he didn't say it, or I don't recall. Uh, A lot of them waited a long time to even say anything about it. 
And, you know, the White House statements haven't been how they should either about what he said. So a lot of people are saying like, yo, so you guys are just going to sit there and act like this didn't happen when it happened. And then he was talking about how come we couldn't have, um, how come they couldn't be like people from Norway and all this other stuff and all these other countries. And what he said was definitely about race. Republicans are saying that it was about economics. That's bull crap. You know, it ain't about economics. Y'all know this president, this, this president has been saying things uh, covertly and uh, blatant uh, during the campaign trail. And even before the campaign trail, when you go back and you see how he is and the lawsuits against him uh, with people of color, you know, 45 has a history of falling into suspected racist uh, situations. So, you know, he says what he says about Haiti and, and Africa. Um, Before I get more into Trump, I need to now put people of Haiti and Africa on trial right now. Right now. If you are from Haiti and you are from any country in Africa, I want you to listen to the sound of my voice. Not all of you, but some of you, some of you, not all of you. And this is kind of talking about, well, okay, let me, before I, let me, not that this means anything, not that this means anything, but I just so happen to have a great grandfather uh, who's from Haiti. Now that that's out the way. Um, here's the thing. There were people of the Haitian community and the African community who had voted for Trump. Oh yes, they did. And Sam Bode and Kuhn, their way to voting him to the top. That is a fact. Okay. As well as black people here in America. But right now I'm talking about the Haitian and the African community. So, You were so quiet when he was offending black people of this nation, African-Americans, so-called, right? I didn't hear any problems then. But then when he talks about your countries, now there's outrage. Where were you then? Where were you then? Or, or, or was it that you really didn't see us as your brothers and sisters? Or maybe you didn't see yourself as black. White supremacy see you as black. They choose for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or do you see yourself as a different type of black? Oh, uh, we black, but not like you. Okay. Fair enough. So then don't get upset when black people from America don't come to your aid when you get offended because you didn't come to ours. Mia Love, I have to say this, one of the uh, representatives for Utah, okay, congressional, what is she? She's a, uh, uh, yeah, a U.S. representative for Utah's 4th Congressional uh, uh, District since 2015, Mia Love. Mia Love happens to be born of Haitian immigrants. She's a Republican. Uh, I go as far as seeing her back in the days of when um, I think John McCain ran for president. I think, you know, around that time. Uh, in Mitt Romney time. So she didn't just come out of nowhere when Trump came. She's not a Trump minion. I just want to let that be known. 
But she's demanding an apology. She's saying what the president said was it was offensive. So she wants an apology. Um, Mia Love, um, I just want to ask you, did you demand apology um, months ago when he was saying the things he said in the campaign trail? Did you demand apology when that man for time to time was asking for Obama's uh, birth certificate because he didn't believe that he lived, uh, was born in this country? Uh, did, would you ask for, uh, did you ask for an apology when you were tired of this man not believing that Obama was a Christian and joining the, uh, the rest of the Reddit rhetoric that Obama was a Muslim? Did you ask for an apology then? Did you ask for an apology back when all the things that he said about other people of color besides black folks? You just so happened to look like us, so I don't know why you didn't get offended, but you waited till you talked about Haiti to be offended. Did you ask for an apology? Then, did you ask? No. But you asking now. Mia Love, shut the heck up. How dare you now ask for an apology? And you done sat there blindly and let that man say something. You ain't no different from, from that freaking Mammy Omarosa. You disgust me. All of a sudden now, we're supposed to feel sorry for you because you're offended because he talked about Haitian people. Where the heck were you then? I'm sorry, but I ain't letting you off the hook. I'm not. And anybody else who feels that way. Shout outs to my shout outs to my Haitian people, man. Your wife is from Haiti and, 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 and your wife is a real black woman, real black woman. Yes. Okay. Oh yes. From Haiti. So yeah. I, I, ju I just want to make that clear that I'm not talking about all Haitians. I'm just talking about that particular circle in Haiti, the, the Mia love types. All of a sudden now you want an apology for him offending black people in Haiti, but you had no problem with offending black people right here in this nation. Or no, but okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Zach Kiss. I'm sorry. I just had to rant right there. I already said what he said, and all of a sudden now a lot of us are offended. And we are, I'm offended. Yes, I have to admit that. I'm yep. offended. You know, but I, but, but, but. I, I didn't. I didn't just just jump on the bandwagon going against Asian Jarvis. I was jumping. I was about jumping on the bandwagon going against Asian Jarvis when he was when he was saying kick out the, the NFL players. I stood up against. Yeah, um, calling you know? calling them sons of bees and all that, man. Me, me, love. Where was you then? Where was you when he was calling them sons of bees and saying they should be fired if they kneeled? Where was you? You didn't ask for apology then. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe. Uh, if he would have been talking about a Haitian NFL player, then maybe you would have asked for an apology. But I digress. You see, you see, let me tell you something. I'm offended because he offended all of us, not just Caribbean and African, but Afro-Americans too he offended. The diaspora, man. The diaspora of black people he offended. He didn't make, okay, he did, okay. I'm not going to just stay, sit down and say something because he didn't mention Guyana. Oh, I'm not going to just sit there and sit down and be like, oh, well, he didn't mention Guyana. No. Yeah. He's talking about all of us. Yes. I asked for, he's talking about. Why we, why we have to uh, defend the, the, the crap holes. He's talking about all of us. Yeah. 
not just well he said he didn't say nothing against the guy and he said something against haitians he said he, he mentioned haitian he mentioned some of the african name no he's talking about all afro that african people of Af- african di- the african diaspora he's talking about not just haitian not just but people here too why we have to defend and I know some people gonna say, "Well, he's talking about them. He's not talking about us." No, he's talking about you too. Uh, if he's talking about them, he's talking about me too. If you don't like them, you don't like me too. They're my people exactly. too. So please wake up, y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, separate the separate the separate the separation of. Oh well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Trinidadian. I'm Nigerian. That's that I'm Willie African Lynch American. stuff, man. I know. I'm. I know. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. A, I'm not no no what the, the no I'm not with I'm not no Yankee I'm a I'm 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 a Jamaican I'm I'm Jamaican I, listen he didn't say nothing about Jamaica he didn't exactly. say nothing about Jamaica listen we're talking about all of us exactly exactly we're talking about all of us coming into this country yeah. all of us yeah yeah yes come on wake up well because at the end of the day wake up well because at the end of the day whether you were if you were if you were born in Chicago and born in the Congo, you think uh, when that man see you, he going to uh, uh, know what to identify you as and say, oh, well, since since you from this place, then we going to treat you like this. Or well, since you from this place, we go, no, you get treated the same. Exactly. Okay. Same. I'm, I would give, I'm going to give an example. Uh, let's talk about police brutality in this particular uh, 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 sense. Uh, Sean Bell. Queens, New York Shot at that car 60 times From Queens Amadou Diallo From Africa Shot 41 times Did they get treated differently? Mm-hmm. No You're black and you're holding a, and you're, and you're, you're holding a gun Exactly You're black so we shot at you You're black and you told you was a threat So we shot at so you So we shot at you had no had nothing had nothing to do where you were born. And that's the point I'm making. And that's the point I'm making. To white supremacy, y'all all black. Mm-hmm. They ain't don't they they ain't seeing you different. They not. Exactly. No, they're not. No. Although they do tell Africans when they come to this country, don't mess with the black folks here. They do tell them that. But at the end of the day, they don't like you either. Despite exactly. they, they despise you. And as far as mm-hmm. back to that coolest monkey in the jungle uh, uh, thing, that uh, calling your monkeys thing started in Africa. So for the woman in Nigeria, she don't know her own history. Those derogatory terms of calling them monkeys started in Africa. It didn't just start when slavery came, when they brought the slave ship over to America and then started calling them monkeys. No, they was calling them monkeys before that. God. I can't stand the corner. This is this is the this the stuff that I'm talking it's, about. It's, it's, it's worse than it's worse than the it's worse than the um white supremacy Illuminati. It's worse than that. Man. Jesus, that man. It is detrimental to the progress of black folks when we are not on the same code, man. I've yo, this week I've met Coon, man, and I and I don't call no names up, but I you know, I met Coons, man, and talking about well, he's right to Agent Orange is right. He has right to say what he said, but he shouldn't have said it. So, in other words, they justifying the say they justifying saying that what he said is true about the countries. If we go to the countries, it is poor. But what he said, disgusting. 
Zacchaeus, we're gonna Zacchaeus, we're gonna have to wrap it up, you know. Um okay. sorry to cut in, but what's your final thoughts, my man? Cooning, man. Buzz of Stacy Dash. Look at Amarosa. Stop the cooning. Stop stop putting your people and overall, stop putting your people down. Yes. And we need to embrace each other. For the name of Dr. King. We need to unite and embrace each other. In the name of Dr. King, justice. If we see something wrong, call it out. In the name of Dr. King, stop, stop sitting in the back of the bus. Start learning how to sit in front of the bus. In the name of Dr. King, down. In the name of Dr. King, show some black pride. In the name of Dr. King, let's teach our kids how to love. In the name of Dr. King, black men start being responsible for your homes and, and embrace your black sister. In the name of Dr. King, we need to stand up in his name. A final thought. That was beautiful. I have a final thought today. We got to be on one accord, man. We got to all be on code because white supremacy is on code. White supremacy uh, um, is threatened by everybody, uh, especially threatened by white people who are not on the same code of white supremacy. Historically, white supremacy has has uh, done things to fair-minded white people to put fear in them so that they could be on the same side with them. So white supremacy doesn't just attack black people and subjugate other people of color other than black folks, white supremacy also has a problem with white people who are not racist like them. I want to say to those fair-minded white people, stand strong. And, and if you are truly for the fight against injustice and you actually want to help, then the way you help is to do what you can within the uh, power structures that are owned by white supremacy and you out those white supremacists, such as uh, the education system, the legal system, the uh, the uh, the economic system, the prison system, the criminal justice system. If you want to fight that, that's how you fight it. For those who have been marching with black people and holding up Black Lives Matter signs, and you and you're asking how can you actually be effective. Uh, with uh, fighting against injustice, then what you do is in your positions, you do it in the positions that you have, that you confront these issues because you guys have the power to do that. Black people don't have the power to do that. You know why? Because we don't have a seat at the table and we are not the head of these indus- the head of these uh, um, white power systems. But you guys are. And if you genuinely want to help, that's how you do it. You don't help it by marching with me. You do it by 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 fighting the uh, the internal war, the internal war. You fight it by being agents of uh, agents of 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 the justice system instead of being agents of white supremacy. You out those agents of white supremacy and you become agents of a system of justice, fair justice. And I wanted to say that because I know there are a lot of people who listen to the show and they probably think me and Zach Kears don't like white people. 
We've never said that from our mouths. That's why we always are specific. And we say white supremacy, not white people. People, no. No, I no, didn't. No, we're not saying, we're not saying. So there are some white folks that are with us. They got some white folks that, that, that we love and we love them. They got some white folks that are not racist and not prejudiced. Let's just get that out the air and get that straight. They're right. not. We're just talking about, we're talking about particularly white supremacy. White supremacy. Because exactly, we talk about the ones that are prejudiced and the ones who are racist. That's what we're talking about. Right, exactly. So let me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish up with my final thought. With, uh, also, with this, I want black people to not apologize for being upset, but I want you to do something about it. One thing um, uh, that I go by. This is what the Lord says in the Bible. He says, get mad, but sin not. Right. You know, there's a particular thing that you could be mad about, but actively, what are you going to do to change it? I want people to be, uh, if you're upset about something, then that means you know that something isn't right. That's progress. Because a lot of people don't even know what, don't know how to do what to do. Okay. Had a conversation with my mother about, how it's a spiritual war. I believe that too, but I also believe that um, for those, you got to have people on the front line and, and those other faith, if you want to uh, uh, pray about what's going on and do it in prayer, then you do that. But then you also pray for those who are actually on the front line. You need to do that. There are soldiers who fight the battle and then, and then, um, the soldiers who actually make the weapons. Both soldiers, but two different missions. Okay? Now, one of, the, one of the things that I don't like is the fact that people want to necessarily uh, have Trump hide his racism Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say that I love the fact that he's so transparent and honest. You know why? Because I get to know where he stands. So it took something like H&M to say coolest monkey in the jungle. It took something like Newsweek to post a picture inappropriately of Martin Luther King with an article that didn't match up. It took that. It took for Trump to say what he said about crap whole countries to get you upset and to get you on the same page, or at least some of y'all that wasn't on the same page already. So if that's what it's going to take, then it needs to continue. Yes. Okay. I'd rather have uh, 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 the analogy I said before when it comes to white supremacy. I'd rather have the man who screams I'm a racist and who is as opposed to the man who says, I love y'all, but then puts you in dangerous positions where you could be killed because you are black. Mm. That is the more dangerous man because you don't know exactly what he's going to do. I like the, I like the, uh, the transparency that way. I know where you stand that way. I know how to deal with you. The white house He's turned that into a crap hole. The house is burning. You better make sure that you're not in it when it falls. And that's my final thought. Zach, here's where can they reach you? Reach me on 
on Facebook, Wayne Zacchaeus, Wayne Zacchaeus Bacchus on Facebook, or you can reach me on also on, on Instagram. You can hit me up on also too, like on Facebook too, Wayne Bacchus on Instagram and Wayne Bacchus too on Twitter. For those who like reading, you can catch my book, get my book, A Bad Man, A Thug, and A Gangster. That's available right now, everywhere. So go cop it. You can reach me at The Fifth General, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at The Fifth General, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That was another episode of Mrs. Z and Fifth signing off. Go ahead. This is Z, all right, and this is Fifth. See y'all next time. Peace.